You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast season three, how to find a remote job. So if you're a highly skilled human ready to ditch the office and the clutches of the commute and instead work for an awesome company right from your kitchen table or a co-working space or wherever in the world, you're going to love this season. I've created the ultimate resource bursting with actionable tactics and tips for finding a remote job, as well as a smooth transition to the remote work style so that you can enjoy more freedom and flexibility in your work and in your life. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, marketing strategist and consultant, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work obsessed. Let's get started. Well, hi. So in the last 10 episodes, I hope you've been getting the true picture of the scale and the sheer amount of opportunities for you when it comes to remote work. The opportunity is growing. More and more companies consider it a strategic imperative that's a win-win on both sides of the equation. And it's going to continue. It's not a fad. It's not a trend. And most of all, these companies are actively scouring the globe for you and your skill set, which is a very cool thing. So let's help you get a remote job. Now, there are nine steps, the first five of which are set and forget steps. You do them once and then you don't think about them again. And the last four are the regular daily job search steps. Okay, so I'm going to go into more detail about some of these steps over the coming episodes so that you know exactly how to do what I'm going to share with you. Now, if you're listening to this episode and at any point think, oh my gosh, how do I apply this to me? Don't worry. You can also work with me one on one. It's one of my favorite things to do. I actually offer 30-minute remote career consults. So you can head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash career consult for more information and to book. So how does the remote how long does the remote job search take? It's a piece of string, yes, but I think it also depends on the quantity of quality applications you do daily. Now, when I'm looking seriously um, at the end of a creative project like this one, I'll be doing two to four quality applications a day, and I'll find a role usually within two to four weeks. That's for a co-located role or a remote role, either. Now, it really depends on what you're looking for and mostly on how fast you get your application in. Because listen, a word of warning, some roles will be receiving upwards of 3,000 applications. But don't let this put you off. People who are on the ball and ready to hire will be watching the applications roll in and switching off their job post before it gets out of control. And they'll switch them on again if they don't find great candidates within that first batch. Now, these quality employers will send you an email confirmation that your application has been re received, and they will follow up with you either way. If they don't, then you don't want to work with those companies anyway. If they don't have a formal process and workflow in place for their hiring process, then other parts of their business will be disorganized as well. So more on that in future episodes where I'm going to talk about red flags. Okay, so let's get into the nine steps. Step one is not actually a step. It's more of a mental step, okay? You have to believe in yourself. The most important ingredient of the remote job search is that you believe in yourself and what you can bring to a role and a company. But this really is the key to achieving everything. You know that, right? This goes so much further than your skills and qualifications alone. This will affect the roles you apply for, the quality of your application, and how you show up for the hiring process. When you know that you have the six ideal traits of a remote worker that we talked about in episode 54, the most important skill that we talked about in episode 60, and the essential characteristics that we talked about in episode 61, then you're going to be off to a great start, and that should make you feel 
feel confident alone. Your professional skills and experience will be the icing on the cake and you, cake and you will start strong. Step number two is to know what you're looking for. Now, it's really good to have three to four different search criteria, whether it's um, different role types or actual different roles, so that you can unearth more opportunities that are right for you. But you really need to know exactly what you're looking for first. If you have the podcast pack, you crafted a vision for your lifestyle and work style. And then in worksheet three, you compiled your dream company criteria. And in episode 56, we talked about the five different remote work contracts. So based on all of that intel, plus your skills, experience, and your desired career trajectory, you're going to have all of this covered. If you haven't got your copy of the podcast pack, just head over to the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 63 to grab your copy. Now, step three is to set up your CV or if you're in the US, resume. Now, this is true for any job, but your CV should be tailored to each role you're applying for. Now, I'm from the UK where it's actually okay to have a two to three page CV, especially if you've got lots of work experience. But in the US, it you know, you really um, need to have it all on one page, regardless of whether you've got two years experience or 40 years experience. But also now, increasingly, I find a one page really useful because it forces me to think of the four to five most relevant roles that place me as an ideal candidate for each application. And it really simplifies the process for me and forces me to think about my alignment with the role and makes it so much easier for employers to scan my CV and make an instant decision about whether they're going to take me to the next stage. We are going to talk about this much more in much more detail, I think, in the next episode. Um, and also in the podcast pack, I'm going to share my exact CV template so that you can use it as well. Now, step number four is to revamp your LinkedIn profile. Am I going okay with the steps? Yeah, steps num step number four. Now, this is really important because everybody seems to check LinkedIn for your headline, your profile, your testimonials, and your activity. It really helps to have thoughtful comments and posts written about your areas of interest, as well as posts and articles that demonstrate your expertise and your personality. So your who, what, why headline can also help employers connect with you instantly. Now, this also is a big topic for a future episode in two episodes time, so watch this space. Step number five is to search in the right places. This is a final step you need to do only once. And then when all these five are set up, you are good to go for your daily searches. But Primarily, finding the right three to five job boards or job aggregators or platforms where you, um, for you where you can do targeted searches and set up alerts without overwhelming yourself and scattering yourself too thin during the job search process. So you have these three to five places where you look and you can either check in 10 minutes a day to see what the latest offerings are, which is what I do, or when um, you work with me one-on-one um, for a remote career consult, I will recommend the top three to five job boards for you that will yield the greatest breadth of opportunities for your particular expertise and what you're looking for. So again, just head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash career consult to find out more about that. Step number six is to assess the job posting, right? <laughs> Once you've started your daily job search, you're going to have to bring a really keen eye and be able to read between the lines for each, each job post. This is something I'm going to do a whole episode, episode on for sure in three episodes time because being able to deconstruct the job post 
uh, you will be able to suss out the company culture, their remote culture, and assess the culture fit and job fit and opportunity for you. Now, this includes how to research the CEO or C-suite and their experience, which is really important for your future experience. And there are th several things to look for, like whether it's written in the first person or the third person, or whether they include the salary bracket, which speaks a lot to transparency. So that will be a very cool episode. Step number seven is to do your research. Now, before applying based on a specific jobs, uh, job post, it's important to do a little more research about the company to make sure you really want to help them achieve their vision and mission. This is so much more important when you work remotely because you're going to be sitting at home alone. So you need to be inspired by something much bigger than your day-to-day -day work. It will really benefit you to, to really care about their cause and be motivated by their goals when there's no one looking over your shoulder to make sure you're showing up for work every day and working with motivation and discipline. So you're going to need to check out their website, try out their product or service if possible, look at customer reviews, read their blog, check out their social media and what other people are saying about them. Step eight is to avoid the scams. So on every job post, you're going to need to be able to do a quick scam check. So hopefully the previous step will help you confirm the legitimacy of this post and this company and this role. But there are also other things to look out for, like spelling errors, Gmail addresses in use, and no public website. Because for your information, legit companies that have launched, um, it, even if they haven't launched, actually should have a legitimate landing page, okay? So step number nine is then to create a really great application. Now this goes so far beyond just clicking apply now and sending a cover letter. And I'm actually gonna share my tricks with you to help you stand out from the crowd, even if it's a crowd of 3000 people. Now this will include how to demonstrate your tech skills without even specifying them in your CV or cover letter. So many of you are worried about not having the right tech skills. I mean, we talked about that in the last episode, episode 62. But if you do a few things that I'm going to share with you, then you can just demonstrate you've got the tech skills without even having to list them in bullets on your CV. So those are the nine steps, only five of which are daily. Oh, sorry, only four, four of which are daily job search steps once you've got the first five up and running. Now, I think it's really important to know that whether this process takes you two weeks or two months to find a remote job, if you do your due diligence and commit to the process above and you keep creating quality applications with your heart and soul, your intentions and your, um, your, your uh, ability to do the Role will really shine through and you will find something at some point. You just have to stay in the game until you get the results you're looking for. So I hope this episode has whet your appetite for upcoming episodes and that knowing what to consider as part of the job search will help you ramp up your current application process. And I really look forward to diving deep into these specific areas with you so you can crank out cracking applications and get your first remote job this year in 2020. As always, there's a cheat sheet for this episode. It's worksheet nine in the podcast pack. Now, if you don't have the podcast pack yet, don't worry. You can grab a copy in the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 63. So that's it from me this week. I'll see you next week on Thriving Empire Live. But until then, keep living and working on your own terms so that you can build your career and the life you want simultaneously. See you next time. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire. I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. Now, if you're not subscribed already, head over to stephanieholland.co, that's C-O, and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I have a favor to ask you. Would you rate and review it on iTunes, please? Just search Thriving Empire on iTunes. Click subscribe, then ratings and reviews, and you'll be asked to give it a star rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it. and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire.